Greetings, 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 everyone. Today is Thursday, November 8th, 2018. It is about 1.40 a.m. Eastern Time here in the Republic of Cincinnati, the beautiful Republic of Cincinnati, Ohio. And that makes it about 10.40 Pacific Time on Wednesday night and 7.40 p.m. Hawaii time Wednesday. But we're Thursday. We're in the Eastern Zone and we're ready for our sports week. Sports betters. It's Thursday. We had a good weekend. We had some mandatory overtime. We did well, but we'll talk about that. But nonetheless, I am your beloved host, Fame Up at Prospect, a.k.a. Michael Snackson, a.k.a. Save from the projects, and this is the Fame Up Sports Show where we discuss the fuss about sports betting and uh, sports gambling. And in case you didn't know, this is the number one podcast in the Midwest. The number one podcast in the Midwest. Okay, we are currently 23 games over 500 on the year, if you didn't know. And we look to uh, improve on that today. We'll recap uh, the, the 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 voluntary overtime we had. Uh, we had some on Wednesday and some on Tuesday. Um, but we'll go over that. But before we do that, like we always do about this time, I just want to take a few moments to remind you and let you know that if you feel you have a gambling problem, you should contact your state Gamblers Anonymous Association hotline. And hopefully they can give you the help that you feel you deserve and that you feel you need. Because on this show, we discuss gambling and sports betting without a conscience. We rarely do topics on this show. I mean, we could have yesterday with the uh, sports betting, uh, but nobody really had it on a ballot. I mean, there are uh, several states, uh, Mississippi, West Virginia, New Mexico, New Jersey, Delaware and of course Nevada who have already passed legislation that that allow sports betting and if you don't live in one of those states you can do it online um, and you know there are some states like uh, my home state Ohio that has uh, some legislation drafted it just hasn't been voted on and, and, and approved yet but there is stuff in front of the uh, legislators to make it uh, well the Supreme Court has already said it's legal but to, to make it, um, I guess, fully legal and allow casinos in your state to have sports books and things of that nature. But um, nonetheless, we're here. We're here. And if you feel like you have a gambling problem, please contact those people. Um, but like I said, we could have did discuss that. I just elected not to just that, you know, everybody was out voting and, you know, elections are so polarizing. You know, when it comes to sports betting, it's about the bag and that's it. Did you win the bet or not? You know, I, you know, polar, polarizing topics. We try to stay away from people getting mad at each other, start cussing and calling each other names. No, I'm not here for that. I'm here to help you win a bag. Okay. And uh, so we got, like I said, we've got three games to go over that we had from our uh, voluntary overtime on Tuesday and Wednesday. But we'll start off with the uh, the Monday night game where the Cowboys let us down. The Dallas Cowboys let us down. I mean, they they were home against the uh, 
against the Tennessee Titans. Final score was, what, 28-14. Cowboys were favored by four. Uh, we took that, and the Cowboys just totally let us down. I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe watching that game. I'm, I'm sitting there wondering, like, wow, Dallas, is this the best effort you got on a work night? Really? Really? You know, but, hey, that happens. You know, it, it's just one of those games. It, it happens. You're not going to win them all in sport. There's nobody, you know, uh, who's won every sports bet they made if they made any more than five. It just rarely happens, you know. But also, uh, we had some mandatory overtime Tuesday. Not mandatory, pardon me. We had some voluntary overtime Tuesday. We had uh, State University of New York at Buffalo hosting the Toledo Rockets uh, in some Mid-America Conference action. And the the SUNY Bison were favored by 22.5. And we said, take that, and they covered Final score was 48-14, easily covering the 22-and-a-half. Uh, good job by the Bison. Uh, we're 2-0 and in games that we've chosen with them. And uh, the last one, the last voluntary overtime was uh, just last night, Wednesday. More MAC action, more Mid-America Conference action as the Miami University Red Hawks. No, I'm sorry. As the Ohio University Bobcats went to the Miami University Red Hawks. Uh, the Bobcats were favored by three, and they ended up losing by two, 30-28. Uh, we said take uh, Ohio U minus the three, and they lost and let us down. Again, just one of those games that happens. Okay, so that put us one and two between Monday and Wednesday. Uh, that brings us to 63-40 and 40 on the year. Uh, that's 23 games over 500 as we begin our new work week here on thursday november 8th 2018 and we'll have three games for you today um three games today of course three games tomorrow uh no i think there's only one game tomorrow one college game tomorrow the 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 midweek college season was not very strong unless it was early in the week but nonetheless we'll still uh be here for you tomorrow night uh we might have some college basketball as well uh speaking of which uh that season is coming we're, we're, we're gonna we're, we'll, we'll give you some uh picks on uh college uh basketball as well not really pro because the, the the pro team i just the pro game is just no we'll talk about series as they come up the playoff series but as far as college as far as basketball we're only gonna do really college on a on a daily basis um, you know, we're, we're investing, investigating these teams, see how they play early, and uh, then we'll be able to to, to hopefully make some uh, proper uh, uh, wager recommendations, if you will. But uh, nonetheless, uh, as I said, we're 23 games over, and the, th- the three games we got for you tonight, two college, one NFL game, we're going to start off with college. We're going to go down to Florida. Daytona Beach to be exact where the uh, North Carolina Central uh, where North Carolina Central University is taking on the Bethune Cookman Wildcats yes some HBCU action historically black college and universities heck if they're on the board we can bet them if there's games to be played there's money to be made they're on the board they have a line we can bet them 
Okay, we don't discriminate. HBCUs, Ivy Leagues, uh, Power Five, Group of Five, it doesn't matter. If you're on the board and we like your game, we're batting you. Okay? Now, North Carolina Central comes in 4-4. Four and four. Overall, 3-3 three and three against the spread. Uh, two of their games were not on the board. Um, the uh, Let's see here. North Carolina State. Listen, they give up 30 a game, and they score 30 a game. They're there to shoot out with you, okay? Uh, They've given up 19 passing TDs on the year. 19 passing TDs. They they run the ball uh, at 5.4 yards a carry. They get up 4.9 yards a carry, okay? I mean, they they only only give up 217 yards passing, but the 19 pass TDs tells me that their uh, red zone passing defense is ineffective, Inefficient, but offensively they got uh, running back Isaiah Totten, who averages six point seven yards a carry. He's got five hundred sixty-eight yards on the season, and uh, then there's a quarterback Chauncey Caldwell, who averages four point eight yards a uh, carry. Caldwell also has eight touchdown passes and one pick, but he only completes fifty-two percent of his passes. And most of his passes are going to wide receivers Neek Martin, uh, who's guy who averages 12 yards a catch, and uh, Sherman McLeod. He averages 23.6 yards a catch. Okay, um, and they're going to pardon me. Like I said, they're going down to Daytona Beach take on uh, Bethune Cookman, the Wildcats. Uh, their quarterback is Akevius Williams. Uh, he's got 1,435 yards passing this year. He, he, uh, I'm sorry, he completes 62.7% of his passes. He's got 12 touchdowns, six interceptions. So that's a two-to-one ratio. That's pretty uh, efficient for a quarterback. Uh, he's got, he also, uh, Kevius Williams, he also runs for four and a half, 4.9 yards a carry. Uh, their main running back is Isaac Washington. Um, Runs for 4.6 yards a carry. And their top receivers, Kevon Mitchell, uh, he's got, he averages 12.4 yards a catch. He's got five touchdowns. And Malik Jackson, he's got uh, 16.9 yards a carry or a reception. And if I'm not mistaken, Bethune Cookman has a wide receiver named Tupac Izmi. One of these teams, I, I believe it's Bethune Cookman, they have a wide receiver named Tupac Izmi. Okay. Just remember that name. I, I just had a chuckle when I saw that. But at any rate, um, Bethune Cookman is five and five overall, three and three and six against the spread, um, or five and four overall. Pardon me, three and six against the spread. Uh, the total on this game is sixty three and a half. Bethune Cookman is favored by six and a half at home. I want to take the. I want to take the uh, six and a half. We're going to say Bethune Cookman at home, minus six and a half, minus six and a half against North Carolina Central. That's your first pick. Bethune Cookman at home, minus six and a half against North Carolina Central. Now, the second game, Power Five Conference. We're going back up to North Carolina, back up the East Coast to North Carolina. Uh, where Raleigh, North Carolina, to be exact, where the Wake Forest Demon Deacons are going to play their conference rival and really 
uh, area rival, you know, Wake Forest, North Carolina State, Duke, North Carolina, those schools are all kind of in the same uh, 100-mile radius or so. Um, But Wake Forest is going to Raleigh, North Carolina to take on the NC State Wolfpack. Okay. Uh, Wake Forest comes in four and five overall, two and seven against the spread. Um, listen, I mean, Wake Forest, I mean, four and five for Wake Forest football is actually uh, respectable, but it's still just a, a dismal year. I mean, they give up 456. No, they average 456 yards of offense per game, but they give up damn near 500. 492. Uh, yards of offense a game does uh, Wake Forest give up. The quarterback Sam Hartman, he, I mean, he completes 55% of his passes. He's got a two to one touchdown interception ratio. I mean, six to eight, which is serviceable. And he's got uh, 1,984 yards of passing. I mean, they're running back. Matt Colburn is, uh, he averages 5.3 yards a carry. Uh, he's got five touchdowns on 711 yards of uh, rushing. And then uh, Cade Carney, he got he has 5.1 yards to carry, more touchdowns than Colburn. He's got six and he's got 601 yards rushing. Uh, the top receiver Greg Dortch, he's got 69 catches, 12.3 yards a carry a catch, and he's got six touchdowns and 846 yards receiving. Okay, and Sage Surratt. Uh, he, he averages 14.8 yards a catch on 25 catches and two touchdowns, okay? I mean, so nobody ever said nobody ever said that, that Wake Forest had a bad offense. It's the damn defense that's the problem. And that's what North Carolina State's going to capitalize on. Uh, North Carolina State, the Wolf Factor, 6-2 and two overall, 4-4 four and four against the spread, okay? Uh, the quarterback, Ryan Finley, he averages, he completes 67.8% of his passes for nearly 2,500 yards. He's got 2,490 yards, 16 touchdowns. So, uh, and the, the top running back is Reggie Gillespie, the second. He's got nine touchdowns on 550 yards of carry. But North Carolina State, you know, going back to when Phillip Rivers was there, they're going to chuck it. And they're going to be chucking in mainly to Kelvin Harmon. He's got 50 catches for 831 yards, and he's got five touchdowns. And also, you got Jacoby Myers out there on the perimeter. He's got 52 catches for 541 yards and two touchdowns. Okay, total on this game is 69 and a half. Um, and uh, North Carolina State's favored by 16 uh, by 17 and a half. I think North Carolina is going to struggle early. I think North Carolina will struggle early and not cover that 17 and a half. Or they, they may or may not, but they're going to struggle early. But I'm because it's going to rain, it's supposed to be uh, rain down there. We're going to say they're going to go under the 69 and a half in rain-soaked conditions down in Raleigh. Okay? Uh, so we're going to say under... 69 and a half for North Carolina State in Wake Forest. And the last game of the day, pro football action. It's it should be a dandy. This is this should be as any good as as good as any game that's been on Thursday night this year, including the uh Rams and Vikings game. Uh we've got 
Killer Cam, Cam Newton, Cameron Newton, as he likes to be called. Uh, six and two overall, five and three against the spread. Uh, going up the East Coast to Pittsburgh uh, to play the Steelers, who are uh, five, two, and one overall. Um, wow. I mean, this, like I said, this is this game should be a dandy. You've got Carolina comes in averaging 27 points a game, fifth uh, in the league at, at that. No, I'm sorry. No, they're not. No, they're not fifth. I'm sorry. Uh, the 27 points a game. They average 371 total yards a game, which is 13th overall. I mean, passing 227 yards. I mean, that's not uh, very high, but Cam is very efficient with it because he completes 67% of his passes, and he's got almost a 3-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio. Uh, he's got 15 touchdowns and four picks. Uh, but they have the number two rush rushing attack in the league. Uh, they average 143 yards on the game. Remember what we say, uh, defense, that's the old football axiom, the old football saying, defense in the run game travels. Okay, and Carolina averages 143 yards a game rushing, which is second in the NFL right now. Okay, and that's led by uh, C-Mac, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he averages 4.6 yards a carry. And, and, and then you got big, bad, burly Cam averaging 4.7 yards a carry. Okay, and like I said, Cam's having a, a very efficient year passing. Not, not gaudy numbers, not real high numbers, but he's efficient. I mean, he passes for... Uh, he completes 67% uh, percent of his passes. Delvin, uh, I'm sorry, um, Funches. Funches. <laughs> I, I don't know why I said his name like that. But, uh, yes, Delvin Funches, he's got 12.4 uh, yards a, uh, a reception. And DJ Moore averages 15.6 yards a, a reception. And then you got little C-Mac, uh, Christian McCaffrey. He averages 7.7 yards a reception. Okay, so you got Devin Funches, DJ Moore, and C-Mac in the uh, passing game that that uh, Pittsburgh's going to have to deal with. Uh, now, Pittsburgh, they're, they score 28.4 points a game. Now, Pittsburgh got away from that ground and pound that they were known for with Jerome Bettis and Bam Morris and all that stuff going back when. No, they got away from that. Uh, they average uh, 415 yards. A total offense, fourth in the league, and they're at home. Remember that. 313 passing yards, fourth in the league. Uh, now, the running game, like I said, they've got away from such heavy running. They average 101.6 yards, which is 22 second, 22, 22nd, I'm sorry, 22nd in the league uh, this year right now. And uh, Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger, he completes 64.5% of his passes. 16 touchdowns, seven picks. Uh, looks like JJ. Looks like the uh, offensive. Looks like the passing attack. I see what um, AB uh, Antonio Brown was talking about earlier this year. I mean, uh, JJ Smith, Juju Smith Schuster, has more catches and more yards than uh, Antonio Brown at this point. He's got 672 yards, 12.7 yards to catch, but he's only got two touchdowns. And then AB has got nine touchdowns with 594 yards receiving and an 11.6 yard average. Um, it's going to be great weather. I'm expecting a, a, a shootout somewhere around, you know, 30 to 27, something like that. 
Uh, so we're going to go with the over of 52. Pittsburgh is favored by three and a half at home. This is one of those games where Cam will come out of nowhere. Not come out of nowhere, but he'll show out and upset you at home. So we're going to stay away from the point spread. Because uh, this is one of those games where either Pittsburgh will blow them out. Or uh, Carolina will, 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 will put on a show and win. So we're going to go with the over of 52. Okay. So we're going to take Pittsburgh and Carolina to go over 52. So those are your three picks for today. HBCU, college football action. We got Bethune-Cookman, minus 6.5 over North Carolina Central. Uh, ACC college football action. We've got Wake Forest and North Carolina State. Staying under 69 and a half points. And pro football action. We've got the Carolina Panthers. Pardon me. We've got the Carolina Panthers and the Pittsburgh Steelers going over 52 points. Okay. So those are our three picks for the show. Uh, Bethune Cookman minus six and a half. Wake Forest and North Carolina State going under 69 and a half. And Carolina and Pittsburgh going over 52 points. Okay, those are your three picks for today. Uh, let's 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 go ahead and bet them, uh, preferably individually. But you bet your own money. If you want to bet them in parlays, that's your business. But preferably bet them individually. And let's get to the bag. And as you know, the show's motto: If there's games to be played, there's money to be made. Hopefully, I'll see you at the cashier's window. Until then, let's get to the bag and holla.